0: On the farm today, Sass Balls holding the first of their virtual winter meetings last week. One of the presenters was Melanie Lepa. Melanie gave an agronomist perspective on growing chickpeas. Her presentation was focused towards new growers. She said you really have to get an idea on chickpeas and determine if it's a crop for you. First of all, you have to love your sprayer because you may spend a lot of time in it, and you're going to need access to a lot of water if you have to spend time in your sprayer because of disease issues in chickpeas. That is one of our biggest challenges. You're basically signing up to be a babysitting service if you grow chickpeas. So if you don't wanna do it, you may need to find someone to help you along with it because they do require a lot of scouting. And you do need some patience to be a good chickpea grower. So if you have the patience of a saint as well, chickpeas might just be for you and your farm. So let's dive right in. Some things to think about um, with chickpeas is what kind you want to grow. And uh, there's two types, kubuli or desi. Um, Kubuli are definitely the most common type, and they're the larger seeded type. She says you need to think about where you want to grow them. Chickpeas do well in in loamier soils, uh, lighter soil textures versus heavy clays. You also need to think about the landscape of your fields. You know, flatter land or slightly gently rolling land is maybe a better choice than something that's drastically hilly because they are long season crop and they like moisture. So in the low spots, they'll take forever to come in if it's um, a really swingy landscape. Um, If you have neighbors growing chickpeas, you need to think about what's going on around your fields. Um, You want to try to avoid bumping up against your neighbor's chickpea stubble. Um, Or even if you have more than one chickpea field on your farm and you're you know, moving forward with your rotation, try to avoid bumping up against chickpea stubble from a disease management aspect. Um, chickpeas do not do well in, in saline soils or waterlogged soils. And uh, the one benefit of chickpeas in rotation is that they are an alternate crop choice for a infested fields. So it might be a pulse that more people are starting to, to think about again. Um, it's been a long time since a lot of growers have grown them, but uh, they're, they're coming back into the thought process. Another thing to be aware of with chickpeas is their days to maturity, and they are an indeterminate crop. So they will grow forever until they receive some form of stress to kind of turn the tides and ripen. So um, some years they will um, ripen in 110 days, but I've seen them take a lot longer than 130 days before too. For years, they were touted as a super drought tolerant crop. And, and they are just maybe not quite as drought tolerant as we initially thought. They are rooted, so they can root down into moisture, but we have to have moisture there for them to root down into. So um, we learned this past season that there was no, no moisture down there. So um, chickpeas kind of took it on the chin as well. They are susceptible to heat stress as well. Um, Just like any other pulse crop, they can uh, abort flowers and abort pods. And if you're a chickpea grower, you will find empty pods in your field, whether it's good conditions or poor conditions. It's just one of those things we see in, in, or I see in every single chickpea field. Not huge amounts, but you'll see it to some extent every year. Another thing to be aware of is your expectation level for the crops that will follow chickpeas on your farm. I've found that uh, chickpea stubble is dry dry as a well bone most years. And it seems to be slower to cycle nitrogen back into the system. So um, we try to set our expectation levels just a little bit lower on uh, chickpea stubble most years. Unless if it's a super wet year, it's not as much of a, deal, a big deal, but some years um, our follow crop isn't quite what we expect it to be after chickpea stubble. And I just don't want that to be a surprise for anyone the first time they grow them. From a yield standpoint for chickpeas, I dug into the SAS Management Plus data. Five-year average yields for Kabulis are somewhere in the mid-20s. I suspect that's going to drop a bit after last year, but I've seen Kabulis yield anywhere from below 10 bushel to the acre to somewhere over 40 bushel to the acre, depending on the year. There wasn't really enough data on the DESIs to to get a true great average yield, but somewhere in the mid-20s would be a safe number for the DESI type. The big thing I think you need to really think about if you're thinking about growing chickpeas is the economics of them and your budget. Your fungicide budget will be the biggest part of your budget. You know, we're looking at $20 plus per app and in some years up to four or maybe five applications of fungicide. So that's a big cost. Um, There's a lot of time spent in in these fields too. And uh, know your cost of production. Seed treatment is not cheap on them either because we seed them at fairly high rates as well. So just really do a a pencil sharpening session with the economics and, and your budget if you're getting into that. You can find Melanie's full presentation on the SAS Pulse website. For Golden Blast, I'm Glendalee Allen-Vosler.